This podcast was recorded live on April 29th at 10 p.m. Things may have changed since the time of this recording. Please enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. I am Samora, your host, and the fellas are here for another episode of SJH Man Cave. We are live on Facebook and looking forward to another fantastic conversation. You can follow our Facebook page at SJH Man Cave and our Facebook group at SJH Podcast Family to get notified when we're going live and engage the discussions we have throughout the week. You can also see our videos on YouTube at SJH Man Cave. And with all that being said, let's dive right in. And before we get into the general conversation, just want to make a couple of quick points. Uh, first of all, in the last episode, you might have heard in the background a little ringing noise, ding, ding, ding. That is actually a monitor that Hudson uses to help his daughter stay asleep. We all fathers over here, so every so often, you might hear a kid running in the background or some noise like that. It just is what it is. We're not in studios, so y'all just going to have to deal with it. You'll be all right. Or pop in for a good night hug. <laughs> I don't mind hugging my babies in front of y'all. So get used to it. <laughs> Second of all, wanted to make sure everybody knows this will be our last episode for a while. We're going to be taking a break for about a month to reassess some things, change a couple of things about the podcast. We've got some really, really big plans for you all in the summer, and we want to make sure we get them exactly right. So it's going to take some time, and we're going to use that time in order to continue to bring you the best product we absolutely can. And last note, before we get into our general discussion, uh, the NFL draft was today. The Bears have already done their first pick. Yeah. I could absolutely care less because I have no faith in the staff, but I don't know how Hudson and Jason feel about it. So let's talk about it for just a couple of quick minutes. Hudson, any thoughts? I mean, I think it was a great pick. I mean, I think they did the best that they could with what they probably had. And it it, it makes the Andy Dalton pickup uh, make a lot more sense. Um mm-hmm. You know, hopefully they just don't fall under any pressure to try to put this kid in uh, in this year. Hopefully they stay the course, keep Dalton in there. If he get hurt, throw foals in there or, or whatever. But do not put this kid in the game. Don't do it. You know, that's what I'm hoping. So, so I'm hoping he can get a full year to develop. But I think it's a great pick. I, I mean – uh, it's the best that they've done at quarterback. It's the best quarterback pickup that Ryan Pace has done in his career with the Bears here. <laughs> hey man, it was the first time and shit I seen the Bears pick somebody and I ain't go, what the fuck? In a, in a, in a <laughs> fucked up way. It was like, oh, what the fuck? It was actually <laughs> surprised. Like, oh, <laughs> shit, because the whole time I seen – when they, they basically been talking about it for like the last two days when they were talking about the Bears trading up. So, you know, they, it was speculation that they're going after the ninth pick, they're going after the eighth pick, all this other bullshit. So, you know, leave it to the Giants to throw a monkey wrench in everybody's plans and whatnot, fuck around and swing that trade off to the Bears. Because they was all, everybody was talking about the Patriots coming up and trying to get that pick because they wanted to get Mac Jones. Luckily, they, all they had to do was sit still and just wait because I don't know. I don't know what it is about draft. I don't, I don't know what it is about scouting. I really don't understand how it works because literally for the last month, all they've been doing is shitting on Justin Fields. <laughs> but the boy that only really, he did only really had two bad games out of his entire big 10 career. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't know what it is about these cats. Like, and, and it's, and Dion, I think actually Dion Sanders actually came on. No, it wasn't Dion Sanders. It was a uh, Stephen A. 
And he basically came on and was like, you know what? It's the same thing that happens every time. It's just like why every black quarter. It's just like why Lamar Jackson fell in the draft. It's like it's mm-hmm. it's it's this it's this fear in the NFL for some reason for most teams and most most ball clubs that it's this fear of putting a black person, making a black man and whatnot the face of your organization. Mm-hmm. It's this 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 unrelenting fear that oh we we can't do that we we got to do what we can to knock this kid down the peg and make him look like he, you know, he, he might've been great in college, but no, he, he doesn't have the mental capacity or, or they, they always, they, they he's nitpick not going to pick up the playbook. They mm-hmm. nitpick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, his, his release isn't all that great. Mm-hmm. Same old bullshit. They didn't say it about fucking, uh, how they said about Watson. They just said, hell, they used to say that shit about goddamn Randall Cunningham back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Randall, War Moon, all these cats. Like mm-hmm. it's just for some reason there's just just this fear, but it is what it is. I'm, David I was Jones actually, says that the Jaguars just got Eden, Etienne. I don't know how to pronounce this fool's name. Etienne, I don't know who that is. Uh, y'all, I don't college. recognize most of these cats and whatnot. I ain't gonna front like they names, but I mean Jacksonville. Uh, hell, they they need all the help they can get. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like when, when the Bears picked up Fields, number one, it, it was a pleasant surprise. Uh, I hope it wasn't a, a a pressure pick or anything like that. Like they, they they're trying to make themselves look like they're not one of these ball clubs. <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, you are. I mean, it's the Bears. Mm-hmm. You're owned by one of the oldest oldest women in the world and shit. So I'm pretty sure you know there's some remnants. <laughs> there's some remnants really, of some. Jason? I'm just saying. The woman, the woman keeps going. <laughs> they, they, was, they, were, they, were, they were about to get fired mid-season. They didn't have time for racism. They, they had to actually get the, get the best done. that they could. So I think they saved their jobs for the year. Like, I think they'll be willing to give them the year and let this kid develop. And so I think they saved a mid-season firing by going with Justin Fields. They did get themselves a little room. And because of that, I think that's where the mistake is going to come in. Because just like you say, Hudson, you feel like the kid needs a full year on the bench to develop. I see him starting probably by week four, week five. Oh, I hope not. I kind of see it. I kind of see it because I, 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 don't, I don't think they have the kind of restraint. Samori was talking about it earlier. Like, it, this, would, this would be an even better pick if they were coming into a coaching staff that knew what to do with it. Now, you know, the big speculation is that Matt Nagy was the one that made the pick, which mm-hmm. makes sense. You know what I'm saying? He was there at the time that they got Patrick Mahomes. He was the offense coordinator at the time. And stuff. Well, you know, he was all, he was the guy calling the plays and everything, and he got to work with him. So, yeah, I could see – I see a Justin Fields and a Patrick Mahomes type situation, and I could see how that goes. But it's just like, you know, like Hudson said, Patrick had that year maturation. He, they didn't play their kid until the last game of the season. And then he mm-hmm. came into the next season and wasn't any fucking kill. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see for some reason. I, I, I see there's gonna be a lot of pressure to put that kid out on the field. And as you can tell, when it comes to Nagy and Pace and the rest of them, they fold when it comes to pressure. They literally do. That's why they bench that's why they bench Trubisky on his four grade, four game winning streak last mm-hmm. season. They benched him and threw in Nick Foles, who went on a wow. one and five. That whatever. wasn't about. 
But that wasn't about pressure. That was about they recognized Nick Foles was a superior quarterback and that he gave the team a better chance to win. And unfortunately, they didn't follow through on that and support Nick Foles in the way that he needed to be supported in order to be able to make us a Super Bowl team. So that's a little different. But I do understand your overall point that they have a tendency to cave. He said this shit with a straight face, too, Jason. (laughs) He does it every time. He did it for a whole year. He did it for 17 weeks. (laughs) Because it's easy to keep a straight face when you speak your facts and you know it. All right? Jesus Christ. Oh, so man. anyway, great pick, <laughs> Chicago. Uh, Justin Fields, welcome to the city, brother. Uh, please come in and do something for us. You ain't got to do it this year. Learn to learn the system. You know, sit on down, chill on out. Let let Andy and them go out there and get broke up because it's gonna happen. Because nine times out of ten, well, and I don't know how fragile Andy Dalton is. Hopefully, he done got a little stronger. Uh, we know about Nick Foles, though. I mean. If he end up in the game and shit, we gonna see you by week three. I gotta <laughs> so, hope. That, I gotta hope that both of them together can play a full season. You know, just trade off four games for you, four for me. Don't even wait for them to get hurt. Just all right, four games in. Let's put Foles in. Then well, they four more games. Like the, put Dalton back in. They could do it just like the Eagles did. Andy could play the whole season up until like week fifteen, and then you throw in Foles to come in and rescue it. You know what I mean? All, all, Andy, we just need you to win 14 games, bro. I don't win 14. Care. That's it. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Mm. Andy, we just need you to win 14 games. 14. <laughs> okay, let me let me do the math on it. Okay, in order to get to the playoffs, because you got seven spots in the playoffs now. So we need you to win at least nine. I'll say that. Mm. We need nine wins to get into at least that last playoff spot. I'll say nine. Is that better? We get, we get nine wins to get us in, and Nick can step into the playoffs and do his thing because he's clearly a playoff player. He's a playoff guy. He He's a playoff magician. He won a Super Bowl. I give you that, Samori. He's awesome in the playoffs. And we Let's don't get have to anybody the else like that. Let's get to the playoffs first. Andy, get us cool. nine. I think what I said at the beginning of this conversation, the pick is irrelevant. We do not have the coaching staff (laughs) to be able to develop a quarterback properly. It doesn't matter how good the pick is. Wouldn't matter if we had the number one pick. This coaching staff and this general manager is incompetent and they find ways to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. I have zero faith in them. And until they are fired, nothing will change. And that's all I have to say. Moving right along, because I don't know what the hell they're gonna go and fight. What they're gonna hire? Look, <laughs> that's gonna be look, the next problem. You are gonna hire the next coach? You gonna come in and say this ain't the team I wanted? Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> look, look. Sometimes you go to pit Matt Jones, <laughs> <laughs> right? I need look, a pocket passer. He run too up? much. <laughs> sometimes you go with the devil you don't know because the devil you do know you've already had enough of it just is what it is I don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> alright cool so done with that we figured since it was going to be our last show for a while that we'd actually keep this one late so we're actually going to spend it playing a little game that will allow you all to get to know all of us better and hopefully have some funny insightful dialogue at the same time 
So we're going to play a game of either or. I'm going to ask a series of questions and we can all chime in with what is our personal preference and add anything we'd like to it. I'm not going to call out y'all one at a time. So just go ahead and jump in with your perspective on it and we'll work it out. Open dialogue. Open dialogue. I can't wait. I can't wait. Come on. So. We're going to start with one that should be an easy answer and that we certainly should all be able to agree upon. Yes. Uncle Remus or Harold's, clearly in this situation. Harold's. Remus. Harold's. Remus. I'm a, I'm a West Side guy, but I got to admit, Harold's is superior. Remus. Harold's. Harold's. Remus all day. Remus all day. That's Remus all day, day second place. Harold's going to give you heartburn now, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> Harold's is all about heartburn and, and heart conditions and cholesterol. What that <laughs> Uncle Remus got what the is, same thing. Right. They, they just is, about cholesterol Remus? and heart conditions. Ain't not, I, don't, I ain't never had no heartburn from, uh, from Uncle Remus. It just ain't happening. Stop what? it. What? You lying right now. That's your prejudice talking, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's all that is. All right, and... And he the last person that should be talking about what is unhealthy food. Neither one of us got diabetes. It's Harold's that gave you that yeah. diabetes, brother. Yeah. Yeah. That mild Yeah, it did. It did. Harold's <laughs> did. Yes, it did, sir. Yes, it I'm did. I'm sorry, Uncle, all that Oh, Uncle no, Rebus, no, don't correct yourself. All that Uncle you Remus, all that mild sauce from Uncle Remus, that's what gave you that, that diabetes, no, no. brother. You had right. it right the first We good time, over bro. here because we understood Harold's provides the higher quality meat. Because you definitely can't make that claim because I actually had <laughs> Been to Uncle Remus until after I moved back here from Vegas. I uh-huh. got the diabetes out there, and up mm-hmm. to that point, all I've been eating was Harold's. You were doing everything your power to try to mimic uh, Uncle Remus while you were out there. You had, <laughs> you had no Harold's for over a year while you was out there. There was no Harold's out there, <laughs> but it was clearly still in my system. Clearly. <laughs> It was just a catalyst. All I did was just mix in a bunch of Las Vegas food and it mixed in with the Harold's. Here I am a diabetic. Look, can we explain what Harold's Uncle Remus is for those that aren't from Chicago and be listening here? Uncle, Uncle Remus is irrelevant. Harold's is a Chicago staple of the <laughs> South Side. And uh, you ain't even on the South Side. The, and it, it, this is true, but I've been one of those lucky individuals who has lived both on the south side and the west side. Oh, so I've got it to compare everything that's in the city. That's why I know what's best. I've got if it wasn't for Hudson, you wouldn't even Raven. know about Harold's. All right. You wouldn't even have been there. This is most certainly true. true. One of the people from Stop Chicago it. State introduced you to Harold's and you know, oh, it's just everything in the world. They okay, so they they is- before you come along and give them that Uncle Remus <laughs> and screw them all up. <laughs> Hey, right. hey, first of all, mm-hmm. when you came back here, Hudson, I took you to Uncle Remus. I ain't hear you complaining. You ain't had no problem with dealing with them niggas out front and shit that was just hanging out all damn day. They were scaring the hell out of me. You was like, man, just pull in so I can order my chicken. Yeah. <laughs> you went right in there and ordered you some chicken. And guess you were fine. Guess what? If there was a Harold's across the street, guess where I would have went? <laughs> but there wasn't. We was all the way on the west. Right. What nothing stopping us from going to Harold's? What nothing stopping us? You I can't win. You, you was driving. You <laughs> was stopping us. Hudson, <laughs> you, you and I know what the truth is, even if Jason refuses to admit it. <laughs> Next question. Aliens or predator? Oh, That's a tough one. Uh, I, I'm going to go with aliens. Because I feel like the Predator has only had one good movie, whereas there's been multiple good alien movies. Predator was a pussy. 
He ran up on motherfuckers. What? You didn't even see him. Come on, man. <laughs> that nigga hitting trees and shit and fuck with people the whole time. He and was then he wasn't sure when one dude's left. He he was running up on people holding rifles and automatic weapons. It wasn't like he was you running up on him. children. He was running he was in the trees and shit. You ain't even know he was there until his stupid eyes flashed. <laughs> Come on, man. The predator was a pussy. Because they concentrated mostly on his hunting ability. So he was oh. hunting us like deer. So oh it's God. it's the equivalent of me going out and trying to and trying to uh, shoot a shoot a doggone uh, rabbit or something. That's that's why it looks like that. But but if you if you if you take it from a war perspective, I you know I, I bet it's a different story. Wasn't like you know wasn't like that he was up there. Uh, you could see him fighting against something that actually matched his skill. It was it was his pussy ability. That's what I'm gonna hide these trees. <laughs> And I'm going to shoot all these huge motherfuckers with all these guns where they can't see me. I'm going to sneak up on them and get them. Because it's my hunting prowess. Fuck out of here, dog. Ain't no aliens sitting there fucking around hiding nowhere waiting. They ran up and they ate your ass. It was a wrap. Let the alien catch you off in the corner somewhere. They wasn't, they, they, was anything. They, was, they was hiding in plain sight half the time. You look right at them just before they ate you. They was not hiding in plain sight. They was hiding in vents. They was hiding everywhere that they possibly could. And they just jumped down. And they was coming from the dark. They already pitch black. And it's dark as hell in there. And they just come down and just shoot. Come on, man. I, I forgot they were. Event. Okay, so yeah, I mean, they had to move around. That's how they moved around in events, okay? <laughs> That's what they was comfortable with doing. They, had, they ran around in events. Come on now. As opposed to just sitting up in the tree and watching people. Ooh, and then, they, that and then they got you with, with all out, just just brute force with tons of numbers. Like they just overwhelmed <laughs> you like a thousand of them multiplying like roaches. Come on. <laughs> Look how the predator went. Every time he lost, here come another one with more technology. Oh, I got better hunt. <laughs> I got better equipment. My my equipment, I can see in infrared and in ultraviolet. Ooh, I, I can tell. I can tell that once again, Jason is determined to be wrong. We will move on to the next question. Predator was, a and this one, I, I know that Jason's going to be wrong once again, but but it's okay. We're, I think we're going to have to spend this whole episode reminding him about his incorrect opinions. There you go. I already know what this one is. Go ahead. Transformers or G.I. Joe. I think it's absolutely obvious that G.I. Joe is the superior property. Better toys, better cartoons, better characters. Why? Because their stories actually make sense. Whereas what's happening in Transformers, especially when you look at the movies, it absolutely does not make sense. It's disgraceful to even to the people who enjoyed the original cartoons, which were garbage as well. It didn't make any sense either. And now a whole new new generation gets to watch this. This trash unfold. As opposed to as opposed to G.I. Joe, which was clearly a superior property. Superior. Okay. So yes. let me get this straight. So you got elite, you got you got two fighting forces. One is the military, one a terrorist, right? Okay. All of them have hundreds of soldiers, right? Okay. Ain't nobody ever get shot. Every episode, 
everybody was cacking. Blah, blah, blah. This is bombs and everything going off. Uh-huh. Did nobody die? That speaks to the competency of everybody on the both sides. On the terrorists, the terrorists were competent, and the soldiers were competent. Absolutely, as really. To, as so, how did they tra- win? As opposed to Transformers, so how which, they win? which presents Starscream as this some type of great leader, and yet he keeps on getting his ass whipped consistently every episode, and then put back into positions of leadership. It never made any sense. Unless you like dumbed down nonsensical stories, which Transformers gives to you by the boatload. Now, wait, I will I will say that Starstream is the typical bootlicker that that we all encounter when we encounter that bad <laughs> boss, that bootlicker who wants to, you know, kiss ass to get, you know. But but look, if we want to talk about movies right now, now Transformers, yeah, they they, they didn't screw that franchise up. You know, with with these movies, but let's not but let's not remember. Wait, talking about the movie. Forget, <laughs> but hold on, let's not forget who played in that GI Joe movie. Oh my God, Channing Tatum and one of the Wayans brothers. Which Wayans brothers was that? Of course, it was Marlon. Who else would it be? <laughs> and they both did, and they both did fantastic job. Shut up! It's oh, not God. about it's not about <laughs> the people who were chosen. Shut it is about up, the, dude. It is about the quality of the work that they did. A lot of people had, work. A lot of people had negative things to say when Heath Ledger was chosen to play the Joker, but then they went to see Dark Knight and they saw, you know what? Actually, this was a fantastic choice. First of all, a lot of people that, had. If Heath Ledger would have heard you compare him to Channing Tatum, he punch you in the face. <laughs> The problem, <laughs> the though, problem is when people saw Chad and Tatum's and Marlon Wayne's performance of G.I. Joe, they were cool with it. Neither no, they one weren't. Of them, no, That's neither the problem. One of them, no, they weren't. Neither, neither one of them were the reason that movie didn't get a sequel. It was fine. You're you the only one that I've heard support. say, "I really, yeah, I was shockingly surprised at Shannon Taylor. You're <laughs> great in GI Joe. I have heard no one say that. You're the first one I've heard. If they, if they did so great, what were their characters' names? And <laughs> you named Starscream. Don't worry, we'll wait. <laughs> and don't be sitting there typing trying to Google it neither. <laughs> uh, they were so awesome. Uh, snake? <laughs> no, <Nah>, Doc. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't yeah. no snake. snake. Wasn't no yeah, snake. snake. There was He's nobody the named Snake in G.I. Joe. He's the ninja. Cobra? <laughs> <laughs> he just named it. And he ain't said the name of neither Love. one of the two characters. He just, he just asked him we about gonna, it. He's going to say the Shredder in a second. The Shredder. Um, uh, the <laughs> Look, the ninja looking dude, the uh, military looking dude. I can't name all the Street The military looking dude. Is that his <laughs> name? I can't. They all military dudes. That's the whole Look, deal. That was the whole premise. They all the military. Bruh, just because you can name all the Transformers doesn't mean that shit is actually good. All right? I'm sorry. It, it has to mean something because you remember the names. And they're not even real people. They're, real, you know they're fictional characters. Look, You're trying to name who, and that's why you keep saying Shannon, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum and Marlon mm-hmm. Wayans did such a great job, but you can't yeah. tell us the name of the characters. I just did. I said it. Snake, Cobra. They was Cobra and Snake. That was who yeah. they played. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. That was a great. Yeah. That was a great movie. 
Look, glad we, we got them names down. You know, we're just gonna move on because apparently <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, not gonna, you're not gonna accept clear and present logic. But in the chat, we are they already asking where was Starscream ever a good leader? He could see that the show is trash and he's naming all G.I. Joe characters. All right, Dude, it's, just is, it's just who named it's just obvious. Character? It was it was absolutely and obvious. Who was Sneak Eyes? All right. <laughs> I don't know who Sneak Eyes was. <laughs> who was Sneak Eyes? Brother. Brother. <laughs> See, no, none of y'all remember is, none of the dudes. The fact on, of the matter man. is G.I. Joe was, Superior. It brother. was a hundred G.I. Joe's, and you moving, can't remember none of their names. You named plenty of the Cobra people. Me, you can't, you on, can't name a G.I. Joe. Moving on to the next question. Godzilla <laughs> or King Kong? <clears throat> <laughs> oh, man. I just like King Kong's personality better. You know, I gotta go with King Kong. You know, I mean his history, his history of of grabbing white women and just taking them up buildings and <laughs> and having his way with them. I mean, you know, I, wow. I thought you were meant like King of the Jungle, not that he'd be stealing. Right, like, <laughs> that's his personality? <laughs> like, he just grab white chicks and run that's, off with them. That's, that's, that's what you like about him. That's his personality. Hey, he's funny. He's kind-hearted. <laughs> he can't make bitches. He snatches up white girls and stop the building. He snatches them up and run a, up buildings. It's a personality characteristic now, bro. <laughs> wow. Wow. wow! I just did the kind of dude he was. He just picked wow. up a broad and go. That's wow. what he do. So we know, Hudson, we know how Hudson feels on the subject. Jason, how do you feel? <laughs> wow. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, he just like picking him up and going. He don't even. <laughs> he don't even nope. ask questions. Did he come no on conversation? <laughs> he all about it. Let's go ahead. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, wow. Uh, uh, I honestly don't have much of a preference. Uh, Godzilla got his ass whooped the majority of the time, but he always came in. He came out with the win off some luck shit. It was usually people helping him. <laughs> they, they sent some, you know, random rocket at a monster that was kicking his ass or something like that, or just like in the movie. Like somebody mess around and messes with like Mecha Godzilla's brain or something like that. That give him the upper hand, and then here come <laughs> King Kong with the, with the sledgehammer and beat the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. Godzilla was about to get murked, quite honestly. <laughs> it was the way for him because he was getting the hell beat out. Even when King Kong jumped in, my man came and was still bashing Godzilla the whole time. So <laughs> I guess I'm I guess I'm Team Kong. Like go ahead. I mean. He was tired the most. You could tell he was tired as hell. Like I can, I, I can only keep up this fighting so much. I mean, oh my god. I I prefer uh, Godzilla only because I I feel like he represents for the fat brothers out there. Like he ain't limber and and easy to move like Kong. It's like his stomach is barely moving, but he's still making it happen. I'm gonna be out here fighting and use this beam and whatever I have available. When he gets knocked down, he has to kind of roll up. Like he, I feel like he represents for the big brothers and is still holding it down. So me personally, I, I side with Godzilla, but I understand you all's perspective. Yeah, I saw I saw one of them old ass Godzilla movies. One day, the one where he had his son and teach oh him how God. to speak that beat. The little puff of smoke coming out of his mouth. 
<laughs> it looked like two birds just standing upright <laughs> trying to blow beans out of <laughs> He did just have kind of like a blank stare on his face the whole time. Like, Dad, what's happening? <laughs> like, y'all can make that boy face a little bit more determined or something? Like, he looks like an idiot. He looked like he's special. <laughs> like, what's, what's up with guys in his kid? He okay? <laughs> Next question. Uh, fish or beef? I'm going to go with fish. I th- uh, I'm a huge fan of salmon. My wife makes a fantastic salmon, and that's become one of my favorite meals since getting married. Fish is awesome. Salmon. Why do I feel like that was your way of throwing something in for the for your wife just now? What just you mean? Like, I just felt like complimenting my wife in the middle of these arguments I'm having. My wife Shit, makes a wonderful I don't salmon. Hey, well, I don't cook. Man, we, I got no, I don't we, like we ain't when here I for no cake and dog. We don't care nothing about that, best. Look, look <laughs> when I say I like a meal, it ain't because I made it. <laughs> I want to be perfectly clear. No hey, capping out of here. Hey, boy, <laughs> that don't mean nothing. Now. You, you, hey, the majority of the cook. meals, all I know is half the meals you talk about you like, you make yourself. This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I don't. So I feel the need to make it clear. Hey, I, I'm not making this happen for myself. I don't like my salmon. I like my wife's salmon. Sound like cake <laughs> to me. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> my wife makes so wonderful salmon. You know what? Mm. Then let, I'm spread icing on that cake. All right? You're just going to have to deal with it. You're just going to have to deal with it. Fish and beef, Jason. Beef. Beef, beef all day, son. Oh, I don't even like, care. I don't even like care. Beef, huh? Like beef. beef all up in you. <laughs> <laughs> like the meats that beef all up in there, huh? That's how you feel? That's what we're doing? That's what that's you what, said. That's what we're doing. Did you not say you want beef? You want you want you want to put you want to put you a tone in there. You want to you want to get all monotone when we talk about beef. Tone, I just I'm just saying, stating what you said. Right? It was a tone right there when you said tone. Don't be saying tone. Don't be starting, dog. We ain't on that. That beef, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is. I mean, <laughs> wow. That's how you feel about it? Okay, that's what's up. It's all good, bro. Yeah, I, I, I prefer beef. Oh, like a nice question. juicy steak. So oh, steak man. out there on them grills and whatnot, you get it cooked up right. Five minutes on one side, a little forget that sear, make you get you get them grill marks, ten on the other. You Go like on here and let it settle. Go like on to get see your that beef guy in. on the grill with that shirt on that say, Yeah, put these meats in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That beef. Yeah, I got you. Wow. I got you, brother. <laughs> I understand. Next question. <laughs> uh and this is another one that should be easy, and yet I have a feeling that Jason is going to be the one to make this difficult for absolutely no reason. Here we go. Rocky three or Rocky four? Clearly the Rocky three. I mean Rocky four. I'm sorry. Rocky three. No, no, your first no, no, answer. Rocky was your four. Best answer. I, I had it right. You the knew first what time. answer you were supposed to give. Come no, on, no, Rocky four. It's Rocky four all day, and oh, we had this planet? argument yesterday we where did, you said for some reason you believe Rocky three was the most popular of all I of them. I was hoping that after sleeping on it, you would come back with a better perspective and that you would go back, remember these two movies and remember that Mr. T was absolutely amazing. Mr. Clubber Lang himself and that he pretty much made that movie and it was by far superior Clubber to Rocky IV. Lang. Clubber Lang. Yes, sir. I pity the fool that stepped on the ring with me. Sweet Lips at the beginning of that movie. <laughs> Sweet Lips. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't remember him. <laughs> well, I don't. I really don't. Wow. Hulk Hogan played the, the role. Hulk Hogan, when they did that charity of oh. Dr. Versus Wrestling, Hulk Hogan plays Sweet Lips. <laughs> I, I had no yes. idea his name was Sweet Lips. <laughs> I just thought it was Hulk Hogan. Like, all right, he in this team. I remember that. Oh, it could have been Thunder Lips. <laughs> One or two, it had lips in it. I don't know if it was Thunder Lips or Sweet Lips. Hey. It was, I think it was Thunder Lips, now that I think about it. Hey, we're going to have to do some research on that. But look here. If, if you look no further in Rocky Four than at the end after Rocky won. And that damn speech, that horrible speech at the end to try to bring Russia and America together. It, it was painful <laughs> to watch. How you think it was horrible? That was inspirational, man. It was nothing inspirational about that. That boy just got his head kicked in by a dude doing like crazy Russian steroids. He shouldn't have been talking. He should have been at the hospital. Okay. He He went went in five. He did. (laughs) He had to get out of the ring first, but they gave him the mic. That's what they do. He had to be in a wheelchair after the fight with Apollo Creed in the first one. And he can stand (laughs) there and make this damn speech after getting his head knocked off by this Russian dude. Well, Apollo ain't mess up his brain and whatnot. They just, they just, they believe it was just tied. It doesn't make any sense. That's why they was in the wheelchairs. And I'm going to need you to tell your wife that she can put as many exclamation points as she wants to in the chat. It does not change the facts. Rocky 3. Is by far superior so boy, to Rocky Four. The only reason and, that behind and, behind Rocky Three being superior is because of Mister T, who, who was you, fantastic. Who you believe was in Mash? No, I said A T. You said Mash. You liar. You are a liar, dude. I call you. You are a liar, son. Because you said Mash. You did say Mash the other night, and you doubled down on it. But, <laughs> he was, he was still, a episode of Mash. He was, for sure. Look, even still, though, I got to go Rocky Three on this one. Rocky Come Four, on I cannot. I cannot. Come on now. I think y'all Come are the now. only household that's talking about Rocky Four. I think Rocky Four stopped a lot of people from watching the rest of the Rocky franchise. Is what I think. Out of all the things we talk about on this show, I am dumbfounded that this is a subject that gets your wife on the keyboard like, nah, nah, I can't allow this. This can't go down. <laughs> y'all can't, y'all can't treat Rocky Four this way. And I agree with Chris. Quid in the chat. The first Rocky is better than all of them. Like, not only do you like the Rocky Four and more than Rocky Three, but did you say you felt like Rocky Four was the best one out of the series? It was right. <laughs> Holy smokes! And we're just gonna move on. And on you that. believe on it was that, Rocky no. Three? <laughs> I believe Rocky Two actually is the best one out of the series. That's when he, that's the first time he won, and it ends with him raising his hands in victory and saying, "Yo, Adrian, I did it!" Like, yo, that that is the most classic out of moment out of the whole series. Is that in the moment where he calls nah. out to his wife, and his wife is looking at the TV and she's crying and she's so happy for him? That is the most classic scene in the whole Rocky series. And you talking about some Russian yeah. fighter who could barely speak? <laughs> Drago, Drago spoke just fine. What you talking about? You act like you could you could understand Drago. 
His his hands are like iron. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, sound like you said exactly what he said. That sounded nah, very coherent. Nah, nah, <laughs> didn't sound coherent at all, brother. Next question: Michael Jackson or Prince? I'm MJ. Michael Jackson. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm Michael. We all agree. I thought you was gonna be. I thought you was gonna say Prince just to be. Petty just to be, nah, I'm not I really that type thought of dude. you would. I really I'm did. not that type of dude. Nah, I'm gonna be factual. <laughs> wow, I mean, it is close to me. It's not like MJ is leaps and leaps and bounds ahead of them, but yeah, I do put MJ over Prince. Wow, that's fascinating that all three of us are all on the same page on that. Hudson, why do you put uh, MJ above them? Um, I, I think MJ still appealed to a wider audience. I mean, Prince's stuff was still, still, um, Michael Jackson, for, for better or worse, was was able to be more mainstream, as mm-hmm. Prince had a very sensual thing going on that appealed more to a very adult audience. So mm-hmm. I think for that reason, for that reason mainly, now talent-wise, I mean, I couldn't, I, I mean, I couldn't pick. Talent, skill-wise, there's no way I could pick who was better. But it, but overall, when I look at everything, I got to go with Michael Jackson. Hmm. I just remember growing up with. I mean, Mike was Mike just had more iconic stuff. Mike Mike had inspirational songs. Mike had shit that fucked around and uplifted you. Mike was having bitches falling out, cr- crying in crowds and shit. You know what I'm saying? He come <laughs> on stage, fuck around, pointing a little. Little young, little European white woman and shit, and she fuck around, fall out. They got to carry her ass out of the stadium and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just, I don't know. Mike just had more good shit to me, like, quite honestly. Like, it, it ain't saying nothing bad about Prince, because Prince had plenty of hits and whatnot that I love, but Mike just had, he had stacks, man. Did you, did you ever, like, pick up on the history album? Like, I didn't even realize Mike had made so many fucking songs, especially after breaking up with the Jackson Five. I just didn't really, it was some songs I didn't even know he had. My father would just keep would let that whole double album play, and mm-hmm. we started over and over again all day. The fact is, Absolutely. the rest of the Jackson Five couldn't keep up with him. They couldn't. They really they, couldn't. They, there was no way they was gonna keep up with him. That that was a monster that was way ready to break out and hey. just go bigger than anybody. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chris, hey, look, man. Ain't none of that. Look, you ain't had to do that, dog. Come on, so, man. Now we got to uh, do it. So, Chris man, Quinn, come on, bro. Chris Quinn says in the chat, come on. what about Mike and the little kids? He didn't even say the kids. He said the little uh, kids. Come on, man. <laughs> was, that, was that ever proven, though? None. No. I no. haven't seen it. He had plenty of cases, but I, all of them, well, all of them got settled. Look. I, shit. Celebrity, <laughs> gonna settle. I mean, they're gonna settle. I yeah. mean, that's the, that's the nope. nature of it. So I, I don't know. It was never proven. So as far as documentation about the case, the 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 most complete that I've seen is Leaving Neverland, and judging by a lot of the articles that were written about the people involved in that case and uh, what was going on there, I just I just don't believe the charges. Now, I say that, and yet I also have to admit that if undeniable proof came out that MJ was a pedophile, I would not be floored. I would not be like, oh, I would have never thought that MJ would be that type of dude. Like, he was very clearly broken. He was, it was very, very clear he was not right. 
it was very clear that he was not comfortable in his own skin. I feel like some of that shit is just good setup shit to just bring. Because quite honestly, I mean, the motherfucker, he used to sing the songs the man made and shit tried to bring people together. So what's mm-hmm. the best way to fuck around and sabotage or destroy somebody other than to put shit on them like that, other than kill them? I mean, mm-hmm. fuck it. They went out and they murdered Martin Luther King and the rest of these other cats. And I'm not comparing Michael Jackson to Martin Luther King's or anything like that. But the man had an ability to bring people together. Mm-hmm. He did that. You know what I mean? He had people, he had songs and he did shit that had people look past all their pettiness and shit. You know what I mean? I feel like all that shit was just to fuck around, destroy and bring everything down that he tried to do. Yeah, he was broken. Yeah, he had a fucked up childhood and whatnot, but I don't I don't see how any of the shit he went through, and it's not to say that I know everything he experienced, but like what 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 Joe whooping his ass and that like, makes him want to fuck a kid? How does that make you a pedophile? I don't I don't well, know. Maybe maybe a therapist need to come on and explain well, that shit to me. You know, but I, mm. I mean, I, I'm sure there's a lot that that happened over the years of him being the Jackson Five with so many with so many people wanting a piece of him, you yeah. know, in some way or another. So I, I'm sure we don't know the whole story there. But and then the I fact mean, that you know, he, I'm sorry, go ahead. But I, you know, I'm 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 with you, Jason. I I just don't I don't think this one was true. Uh, yeah. But to respond to Cynthia in the chat. You know, Prince was like five three in heels. There was nobody that could look him in the eyes. I couldn't do it. He he's down there. There's there's no way any of us will look him in the eyes. David Jones says that we're sleeping on Prince's catalog and that it's just as big as Michael Jackson. I don't disagree. I definitely feel like it is. But for me personally, like I was homeschooled as a child. My my parents kept very tight control over the things that I I would see and what I would listen to. My father made sure I watched Purple Rain. That was about the only thing Mm -hmm. Prince did that my father felt like, okay, I need to make sure that my son sees this. While when it comes to Michael Jackson, I listened to all of Jackson 5. I listened to um, the entire history album. My father had a, a video that basically had all of Michael Jackson's little music videos from Remember the Time to Black and White and all those. So he made sure we sat down and watched all of that. He felt like it was important that we were very, very familiar with Michael Jackson's work. So for me, it hits different than Prince's stuff does. Well, we got to remember, again, Michael Jackson, uh, He could he, any audience could listen to him. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so when we take this into account, it's not just, like I said, it's not just the talent. Because talent-wise, like, I think they, there was no way I could make the call. But it's basically the fact that, that anyone could listen to Michael Jackson. You can't let a five-year-old listen to Prince and really, <laughs> for him to really understand and get that and, and know, like, let him see a Prince video. I, I just don't think that'll work. <laughs> My thing was when it came to Prince, and it's like I say, and he says, you know, he had a pretty big catalog, and a lot of his songs I didn't know about. But mm-hmm. uh, the majority of the ones that I do know about, Prince was talking about fucking somebody. <laughs> the majority yeah. of the time. And mm-hmm. half the time, you really, the majority of the songs, yeah, they were about women, but some of them were just real ambiguous. You know what I mean? So it was like, clearly the man was sexual. That was his deal. That's what he was on. And I give you credit where credit is due, and he did his thing at it. Mike just had more inspirational shit to me. But mm-hmm. he had more shit that you could play and whatnot that you can kind of just kind of relate to. You can Not let his whole album go. 
You can let yeah, his whole album go and not worry about who walks in the room. My, my five-year-old can walk in the room. It don't matter what song is playing. He got David. Uh, Prince has uh, kid-friendly songs. They're just not good. All of his <laughs> yeah. good songs are for the adults. Right. His kid, his kid-friendly Sesame Street songs are not classics. They, they, they do not, they do not get any replays. Even he seemed uncomfortable his, singing some of them songs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Like this ain't me. This is this is for the bag. Let me, let me, let me get back the to bag. these bros. Let me get back right. to Ambrosia and them. Right, things. right, right. Let me get back to Lil Nicky. She left me a note after I got through bagging it out. All right. uh-huh. like, that's that's what I'm really about. All right. Next question. John Wick or Equalizer? Oh my God. I, I can't I can't watch Denzel old no more. <laughs> I can't. Ryan the fuck around be an action star. That shit is difficult to watch. <laughs> Why? Because yeah. all right, look. He we we, we all clearly that. know that Denzel Washington has been around for he got to be in his late sixties at this point. That sounds about right. And I know right now there's a cluster of like older actors who are doing like a lot of physical and like action movies and stuff. But Denzel, like, like it's believable to a point. Cause just 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 off his mannerisms in his face mm-hmm. is what blows it for me. That lip, that 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 <laughs> folding the lip he do just before that he get ready to get look. that old man lip that just look like he about to have a stroke for real. But that's his trademark. He been doing right. that old man lip since. Right. Uh, that since when, when but it looks more old scoring. man now. When that lip gets to quivering, you know the ass whip is fit to start, brother. Yeah, but when he was young, it was like it was no threat of him. Like it looked like at that point is where they had to edit where they got him back together. <laughs> like, oh, cut, because he's having a stroke. Get his medicine and stuff. Let him go lay down for two days, and we'll come back and we'll shoot the scene over again. And they just, you know, they clip it good. Yeah, when they come back, and then when they got to bring in a stunt double, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just I can't watch Old Man Washington no more. I can't do Equalize. Old Man I Washington. I can't do it. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't do that finger no more. (laughs) (laughs) None of it's working for you. (laughs) Can't do it. So Denzel Washington can only do dramas for you from now on, huh, brother? Just drama. That's all you need to do. Get your get another Oscar, man. Go ahead. Go get another Oscar. Go ahead. I love the Equalizer movies, but in this case, in this case, I gotta go John Wick. Um. You know, I wanted to go Equalizer because I do like, I do love those Equalizer movies, but I just could not pass up. Every time I see John Wick, I'm like, damn, I see something else in one of those headshots that I'm like, damn, that's all. <laughs> you know, I just can't pass it up. So I got to go John Wick on this one. This is actually another area where we're in agreement. Uh, I don't feel the way about it the way Jason does. I, I love Denzel Washington. I thoroughly enjoy the Equalizer movies, but I would be lying if I said I enjoy them as much as John Wick. And But I, I think part of the reason for that does go back to what you talked about, Jason. Denzel Washington has to get a stump double every time things are real. Whereas with uh, Keanu Reeves, you see him right there. You see his face. He's taking those hits. He's right in the midst of it. And a lot of it is focused around 
real world stunts. They use very little CGI, which to me adds so much to the enjoyment of the movie. So, yeah, I would have to go with John Wick as well. And it's not even that you can see the the fact, like the CGI and stuff. Like, yeah, like that's completely out, and you don't even see it Mm -hmm. in the Denzel movies. But you just know it's a stunt double. You know it. (laughs) You know because it's Denzel and he old. He not doing that. Well, you there, know there was it. one. There was one kit they could have totally just took out and redid. I think it was one kit where he did that flip back. You know, his stunt double does that flip back, falls on his hands, and kits the guy in the face, and then pops right back up. I'm come like, on. come on, man! Come on, bro. <laughs> I think like that messes up the whole thing. Do something else <laughs> that we can believe Denzel would actually do. That's my um, whole thing. Do but, something that this, at least let me wrap my mind around it and be like, okay, yeah, with a little bit of training, you know, they do they do about two, three, four months and whatnot before they start shoots with a trainer right. and stuff like that. Okay, you could have pulled that off, but no, dog, you Denzel ain't running up no wall and coming back down with two guns in his hand and then kick a dude and then shoot fourteen other ones. It's no, no, man, no, dog, no. <laughs> no, dog. <laughs> Not with that lip quiver, right. dog. That lip quiver looked like he just two seconds away. Like somebody get that boy some ad, some baby aspirin quick. <laughs> Next question: um, Beverly Hills Cop or Forty Eight Hours? Oh, sure. I'll be Beverly honest Hills with Cop. you. Beverly Hills Cop for you? Oh yeah, all day. I yeah. love Beverly Hills Cop, except for that third one. That shit was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I gotta go 48 hours. I love the back and forth between Murphy and Nolte. Like mm. I love that back and forth between them. I'll be honest with you, I don't have an opinion on this. I'm not a huge, huge fan of the old Eddie Murphy movies besides the one he just had the horrible sequel for. Oh, you talking about uh Coming, Coming to, to America, America too? Coming to America too, yeah, yeah. There we go. Have you just oh. not seen them? Or have, are you just I, I saw them a long time ago. Okay. It's like nothing I've went back to, you know? So I barely oh. remember these movies. And so, no, I don't have strong opinions about them, to be honest with you. I don't know how you. to feel about that. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know how to feel about that at all. I don't remember the real conversation, but I think you shit on me for not liking Coming to America too. <laughs> wait a minute. So wait, I did. You, you did. I did. You did. And, no, you no. So like, seen... I said, so like I said, I watched Coming to America Mm-hmm. And I watched Coming to America too, mm-hmm. so I am qualified to shit on you about your opinion of Coming to America too. But I also <laughs> have backup because I've seen Forty Eight Hours, I've seen all the Beverly Hills Cops movies, I've okay. seen I've seen his Golden resume, Child. I've seen okay. his resume, and I've experienced what Eddie Murphy was as opposed to what he is now. This is true. How does that? How does that help qualify your opinion? Because coming to America too, well, not qualifying my opinion, but I think it now. kind of diminishes you calling me shit for thinking coming to America too shit shit because you don't have his resume down. All you, you saw was some stuff. You went back to watch the first coming to America just because coming to America too was coming out. Did you see Dolomite? I saw that. You saw Dolomite? I did. Okay. All right. I had a right to shit on you. Moving right along. What, wait, what did Dolomite <laughs> have to do with anything? <laughs> because I want to know if you knew anything about the Randy Murphy of right now. It's still not even his history. <laughs> if anything, you just pointed at another bad movie. <laughs> Dolomite was awesome. What you mean? Dolomite was awesome. Dolomite was awesome. Yes, it was. Oh. I thoroughly enjoyed Dolomite. So did my father. We talked oh. about it together all the time. 
Huh. Dolomite was amazing. Well, well, just like you not knowing Beverly Hills Cop of 48 Hours, I never watched the original Dolomite. So that was probably where my Neither whole thing I. was. So. I'm familiar with Rudy Ray Moore's work, but I never watched the original Dolomite. But I, I appreciate seeing a, a movie about uh, black people during that time pioneering something that isn't about civil rights or us getting our heads kicked in or anything like that. Like it's a whole different slice of black life that they decide to shine a light on. And I feel like we usually don't get movies like that. So I really appreciated it. I enjoy watching it. Yeah, I wasn't all that impressed. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I just, man, it was what it was. Nah. Uh, next question. One billion pennies or one million dollars? I'm still trying to do the math on that. Like, <laughs> I really am. I'm, I'm kind of messed up on that one. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I, huh. Pick one. Hurry up. Why well, I got to pick? Go ahead. Because I, I chose the question. I already know. So I ain't giving it away. Pick. Hurry up. Shit. It's the same thing, isn't it? Dumbass. <laughs> I've been waiting for that question, so I thought oh, oh, one of you a dumbass. <laughs> wow. Wow. So one one billion That was the only reason that one made the whole deal was so that you could try to call somebody a dumbass. <laughs> one billion pennies is not one billion uh one million dollars. Okay. That is very true. <laughs> I would take the billion pennies. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I too would take the billion pennies. Apparently his wife would also take the billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is the billion pennies then? I, what is that math? I don't that's, know. That's $10 million. Is that $10 million? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, y'all too with y'all million. $1 million. I mean, $1 million ain't bad. You know, Jay said at your age, one million can stretch for the rest of your, <laughs> rest of your days now. I didn't know the math. <laughs> wow. I didn't know the math. Wow. You got a bogus for that question. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Rambo or Rocky? Hmm. Me personally, I say Rocky. I feel like Rocky's had the better movies. Even though when Rambo is fantastic, I feel like Rambo has the higher ceiling, but that Rocky had a more consistent level of quality. Whereas some of R- Rambo's shit is just trash. <laughs> Rambo Pure didn't trash. start off good. The first one was it's the first one set set a precedent and then it went off into, you know, wartime mm-hmm. shit after that. Yep. So the first one I thought was kind of good because it was a motherfucker coming back from war and just ran into some shit back at home. Yep. After that, it just went off into regular old 1980s, let's go blow up some shit type shit. Yep. So I would, I would say Rocky because at least they were consistent. See, mm-hmm. you know, the reason why I'm torn on it is, is because, you know, Rambo at the time, he was just trying to compete with all those bullshit movies Arnold Schwarzenegger was coming out with. He's right. trying to compete with all those Charles Brunson, I'm going to be a vigilante movies that was coming out, you right. know, and, and that was the genre then, but clearly Rocky has had more staying power. So, so for that reason, 
when I take all that into account, I gotta go with Rocky. Mm-hmm. I agree. Were they really trying to keep up with Charles Bronson? How many of them dirty? How many of the movies he made? Was that Death Wish? Yeah, <laughs> I was like Death Wish twenty two. You know, I yeah, never actually yeah, watched any of those movies. I never did. I never that was watched a one. of them. Oh my I dad loved those movies. My dad wanted to be a vigilante on the train with a gun just shooting people. He wanted to. I could tell. Mm-hmm. Love those damn movies. <laughs> I wasn't into Charles Bronson. I don't know why. It just, the, the movies never interested me. Because you were like five. No, you weren't into them. Well, I mean, shit, by the time I got old enough to watch them, I wasn't into them. Like you said, they made like 15. <laughs> so they had Death Wish, Death Wish 2, Death Wish 3, Death Wish 4, The Crackdown, and Death Wish 5, <laughs> The Face of Death. The Crackdown. Oh, wow. <laughs> they didn't get to the Crackdown till 4. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then they had regular old Death Wish in 2018, but that wasn't Charles Bronson. Damn, Chris. Oh, for damn, Rambo did have a cartoon, didn't he? I forgot all about that. He sure did. Rambo I don't think had that a was Saturday good. morning cartoon. I think he I remember he did. I forgot I all did not about that. I remember that at all. But I think the cartoon was trash too. Uh, <laughs> like, like I don't remember See, anything now, specific about it, but I do remember him having a cartoon. I don't remember a cartoon of Rambo at all. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm looking at it. Oh. <laughs> Rambo a cartoon? Oh. He did. Yeah, he did have a cartoon. A I la- remember. But it was, was, it it was bad. Was it voiced by Sylvester Stallone? I don't think so. I think no, that's one of the reasons why it was trash. It's voiced it was, by Neil Ross. Yeah, it was some dude who tried to sound like Sylvester Stallone. It ain't nothing worse than a dude trying to sound like him and mm-hmm. it just it wasn't a good impression at all yo uh y'all know that uh shark in that new suicide squad movie that's coming out mm-hmm. it's yeah, voice by Sylvester Stallone yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait eating people whole and then Sylvester Stallone sounded like Rambo <laughs> that boy is still trying to stay relevant like he got to pay for that Botox just to keep his face on <laughs> <laughs> you know it all right Last question. R&B or rap? I got to go R&B all day. I mean, I like rap, but I'm more of an R&B fan. I don't know I'm if rap I really all day. have. I don't know if I really have a preference. Do you like even rap, like music? Rap now sucks. I, I can't listen to anything now. Uh, there's plenty of rap that I've listened to that I listen to on a regular basis, but I think I listen to more R&B than I do anything else. So, do you I don't like really have music? a preference. Yeah, I like music. I'm just not into music like most people are. Like mm-hmm. when y'all sit down and have conversations and get to talking about albums and certain songs on the album, I don't remember anybody's shit. I I couldn't tell you a name of an album to save my life. I just know a song that I like. Right. Right. And I and I don't go into all that bullshit that everybody like to conversate about. Oh, this was what he was going through at this time in his life, and this is why the song was made. And all this. as long as it sounded good, I was happy. You know, I didn't I, need to know the history. I need I need my smooth jams to get my lady into the mood. Oh, and, you know, <laughs> you know I you know I'll be one. I mean, I can't be playing no no rap music when I'm trying to you know 
Dang, you know. Could you, could you back away from the mic a little bit? <laughs> why you why you doing that? <laughs> just, I got these headphones on and it's just uh, oh my god. I'm just saying, I don't you know, I don't wanna have to Jason, uh, Jason, listen. I don't wanna have to <laughs> I feel like he's in my ear, I swear to God. Uh, stop it. Listen, the ladies like smooth Dang. music when it's that time. You know, they don't want this rap, this hippity hop jams, you know. Hippity they, hop jams. They don't want none of that. I'm you sounded saying. real old just then. I want you to know that. <laughs> right. What about all that. to do with this hippity hop? What's all right. going I on here? All these, all them young people to stop all this hippity bippity. All right. It's not good for you. <laughs> Why can't you just listen to some blues, Ooh. some smooth jazz? What you keep looking for? He do keep saying smooth jazz. Form. You know it's the difference between smooth jazz and R&B, right? I, I said jams. <laughs> still, still kind of the same. Jam smooth smooth with jams. Jams with a Z, baby. You know, you, know? you know who he remind me of? He remind me of a deeper voice, Key Sweat. <laughs> right now, they be on smooth jams. Like <laughs> uh, he's raping my ear. Yo, <laughs> God, yo, I'm rap all day. I love rap. Uh, I even love battle rap, where they uh, rap it against each other with no music. I love it all. I love the yeah. art form of it. I hate <laughs> that shit. What? I do. I, bruh. I'm not that, a fan at all. It's fantastic. I think just, hey, maybe I'm more interested in the beats and, and the music behind the people talking. I think that's what I'm more interested in than anything else. As long as it mm. sounds good and get you grooving. What you say, like I could I could I could tell you half of the words and shit from a Tupac song, but I know the beat all day long and shit, and that's good for me to go. I like the battle rap in Malibu's most wanted. I like <laughs> the battle rap scene in that. That was pretty wow. sweet. <laughs> wow. You actually, as a black <laughs> man, brought, brought that up. Wow. Oh, you know what? I Dust think that, that, ass. That's, yep, yep, yep. That's the signal. That's the bad signal. It's time to end this. Give me your ride. All right. Give me your ride. <laughs> Dust your wow. ass. Uh, it's, been, it's been a ball, y'all. It's been Put a, a ball. Put a bitch on it, and I think you got it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to thank all of you for joining us here at SJH Man Cave. We appreciate you spending time with us today. Remember that you can hear this and other episodes on all your major podcast platforms. We are on YouTube at SJH Man Cave. Once you're there, please hit that subscribe button, like, and leave a comment. You can also like, share, and follow us on Facebook at SJH Podcast Family and at SJH Man Cave. I would like to thank my two fellow podcasters, Jason and Hudson, for keeping it real. Until next time, this is your host, Samori, signing off.